Welcome to the Love Fly podcast. It's Paul Tizard here, Fear of Flying coach, uh, which I've been doing for 25 years. And I just want to say, I hope you enjoy this episode. It's with Linda Porter, who's Head of Health at Virgin Atlantic. I've known her a long time. But before we get into it, just want to warn you that the sound quality has come out really weird. So apologies for that. There's quite a bit of echo. Hopefully you won't notice it too much, but it is there. So, but the quality of what she's got to say is really helpful. So I'm hoping that you can get past the weird noises in the background. Enjoy. And today's guest is Linda Porter, who's Senior Manager Health at Virgin Atlantic. And uh, I've been so excited about getting you on to talk to our nervous flyers. And a lot of people have been really interested in this. So welcome, Linda. it's just a privilege to be here and you know as we mentioned just before we went live um I mean and we've got 25 years of history and I, I think I to all of your you know to to all of your group um I just want to say just how amazing you know you've always been and I I just want to start off by actually saying oh, shut I, up. <laughs> no 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 when I stepped into Virgin Atlantic 25 years ago um, I was so nervous, you know, I had all the symptoms, you know, it was absolutely, and, and yourself and another another friend, Paul Kith, who were the two people actually that just made such a difference to me. So, so I, you know, it's a privilege to be here to actually help you and, and, and all of your friends, because I'll never forget that. And you don't ever forget those moments of kindness, especially when you've got high anxiety and, and you know, joining from the health service, I joined Virgin Atlantic and still here today, and it's because of you. So, thank you, Linda. Thank you. you were amazing, but you were just so. I remember when you came in because there was a, was a little bit of history that when Linda joined, the aviation were starting to take on, and particularly Virgin were taking on ex medical professionals and bringing them in you know, almost like a direct entry system, which for a lot of the established crew kind of put their noses a bit out of joint because they're thinking oh these people coming in you know just jumping straight into instructor roles and nerves to it but the thing was I say <laughs> is that you're you know you've got a massive professional background and you still do all that stuff and so we're quite right too you know there should be when you need people who've got particular skills like you've got they should have a sort of an easier route so that's why me and Paul Keithley were really up for like making sure you felt welcome you know so anyway enough of that Tell us a bit about what you, your world. What do you do? Oh my goodness, I've got such a privileged world to I've um, so I'm, I I manage health across Virgin, which is which is incredible, really. You know, huge responsibility, which I am very passionate about, but also is, you know, it just you know it, it's it's my life, and I think I think the team that work for me care so passionately as well. Is that it's just it's just privilege. That's why I'm here for twenty been here for twenty five years big job it really is looking after the health of our employees and 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 our customers and you know that's that's massive and you know never ever been so important as these last two years so the last two years have been COVID clearly I mean we we stepped into so two just over two years ago I with a big virgin group I climbed Kilimanjaro in January 2020 which was hard to say the least but amazing and and flew back into into the UK on the 20th of January 2020 and 
And then the next day I was in the crisis centre with Tiggy, our head of crisis, and we had COVID and in none of us, none of us knew what that was going to bring. But but that's been a really it has been a real heavy focus for two years. And and now we're 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 back into you know, flying lots of wonderful people everywhere and and looking after them you know broader than covid which is which is fantastic and opening up the world safely and we've learned we've learned loads so you know broadly you know that's it i've got a team of amazing people and, and their backgrounds are varied so you know our health team has got doctors and nurses we've got occupational health um, specialists. I've got a doctor, Helen, who flew for us as cabin crew 10 years ago, went off and did her medical training and came back. I've got ex-flyers that have, you know, flown for years. So, and I've got members of our special assistance team, which are such a, a special team of people that look after our customers that need extra assistance. So, you know, so very, very lucky. And, and, and they're all, you know, they are all really focused on, on health and you know a big part of that is 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 customer health and i think most airlines look after their customers which is absolutely right to do to do so but you know at virgin top down it's it's a really really focused and invested part and you know I've, you know shy our ceo is you know he he will contact me directly if we've got any customers customers that need extra help and or if we've got any issues to sort out directly any time, day or night, he's really, again, he's he's very passionate about it. And and our chief operating officer, Cornell, who's been with us and um, he left and come back, he's he's he set up himself actually a um, a group called Fly Safe, Fly Well, and and that is like corporate led group that gives us all responsibility and accountability to make sure our customers fly safe and fly well and. You know, safety is a given, you know that, you know, we are such a, an incredibly safe mode of transport, but flying well is something quite different. And, and he, you know, he set this up and we are, you know, we've got terms of reference about just making sure that every single customer of, our, of ours has a good experience and that they're looked after appropriately, uh, not just safely, but, you know, appropriately. And they, they have a, a comfortable journey that they, you know, well throughout and that we're actually equipped to deal with any eventuality if anyone becomes unwell you know and again I wouldn't be here 25 years down the line if I wasn't really confident that we did that well and we've got as you know so many so many situations that we've dealt with in our amazing amazing crew that, have, that pop on their paramedic heads when they step on that aircraft and and care so deeply about you know every single person that's on one of those seats that is a garbled ramble through. That's good. No, that's good. No, I think a lot, of, I mean, a lot of people that I speak to, the nervous flyers, and you know, you know, it's around about 12 million in the UK alone, one in five in the US. And you know, people, the podcast at the moment is just under 7,000 downloads a month. So there's a lot of people that, that really care about fear of flying and want to do something about it. And a question that comes up, or an area of concern that comes up regularly, is around what about? If I'm unwell on board, you know, what's what can be done, what's available to me. And we've we've I've answered that a couple of times from with Sarah Fowler, she's come on and done like uh, from a crew perspective. But I thought with your kind of big global, big cheese role, and you obviously <laughs> talk to other people who look after other airlines' health, uh, I just thought it might be interesting, sort of your perspective on you know what sort of stuff is available for nervous flyers generally, you know. 
I'm so glad you've had the lovely Sarah on. The uh, and I'm sure she, you know, she she's there, you know, on the front line, and you know we rely on those amazing angels to look after everyone, and they do such a good job. You know, I look after the whole passenger journey, and that's another thing that's really that's really again a privilege. So we we work with the teams that speak to our customers before they even book flights, or you know, or when they book flights and, and need extra assistance, and that's our special assistance team. And they're unsung heroes because you know they're in the background, sort of sorting everybody out. And specifically, people that have got a fear of flying, as you said, it is really common, and, and you know, never more so than now. Sister-in-law has got a really, really long-standing fear of flying, so I've got a, a real, you know, empathy, and that's really close to my heart. So, but our special assistance team are there to 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 be used, and I I, I just would say, you know, anyone that needs anything extra or that is anywhere near just a little bit anxious about flying they should ring that that team because they step in immediately and I said even before you book a flight and, and most airlines have that facility yes and that is a person you know they're, they're a team of people and certainly like Virgin who always kept that that team because they're human beings who understand and and I've got huge respect for them so so that's one of the things and they obviously can put in any support and you know, we've got oxygen. We can organise oxygen, or they can they can go through, you know, all of the medical provisions that we've put on board, and you know how well the crew are trained. The other thing that's really important, they can they can speak directly to our crew. So we've got a team who will just brief the likes of Sarah, who will be managing that flight, so that they know that we've got people that actually need extra care and attention, medical care or pastoral care, or just you know just care and um and then they can be there as a personal you know, just just there personally to to step in and, and chat and and just make sure that you know that that customer is is cared for so so that's that's one that's one that's one aspect and then obviously our airport team so again we we know personally so if somebody's needing escorted through okay from the minute they step into the airport we can do that and that's globally so my team speak to our all of our overseas airport teams at least every week and you know they're you know they they are a part of the broader virgin team as well it's not just uk centric so so the end-to-end journey of somebody that needs particular help can be can be sorted out and then on board the aircraft i think we've always had our businesses uh, support in order to equip the aircraft and our people to deal with absolutely anything that can happen. So obviously anybody can become Ill, Ill at any time and not always predictable, um, but I'm really comfortable that every single situation can be dealt with. I and mean, we've we've delivered babies on board, um, we've dealt with really serious medical emergencies, such as heart attacks, uh, cardiac arrests, all of the things, the whole spectrum. You know, from someone fainting on board to somebody actually giving birth or having a heart attack, our crew will deal with that whole spectrum, you know, beautifully. And, you know, I, I debrief our crews and, and my team do, and, you know, absolutely every single time after we have an event on board, I always, you know, I'm able to say, you would never have had any better care in an emergency department. And, you know, and that, that's that's 25 years of experience there. And that's yeah, I agree. It's definitely yeah. not a one-off. I'm quite curious as well, because obviously Virgin's got a great name for that sort of stuff. And obviously I spent time at Virgin as well, as you know. Mm-hmm. What about other airlines? What would you, how would you say, what's the sort of like comparison? 
there's industry regulators and also advisory bodies, so things like IATA is one and, and IASA and, and the Aerospace Medical Associations, and they all give guidance on, on what is the basic standard. And, you know, thankfully, we're all members of that. And I'm, with medicine on board and aircraft and safety, there isn't competition. So, so we speak to all of our sort of industry partners and friends and we share. And, and that's, you know, again, he said that's a great, great culture and really essential. So, so the def, there, there is a minimum of, of standards across all aircraft, air, you know, and, and airlines can't operate without that standard. So, so all airlines have crew that are trained to minimum standard. They have equipment to deal with all these eventualities. Uh, some airlines go above and beyond. And, our, you know, my airline is a, um, I don't own the airline, but it's like, is a long haul airline so we we fly in all of our flights are long haul so mm -hmm. so you know subsequently we've got we've got telemedical systems on board so we've got a hospital on the ground in phoenix arizona that, that is on call 24 7 um, and we can hook someone up to equipment that would be equivalent to an a and e department and we've got immediate remote medical assistance to help our crew as well with, with serious events. And that's, you know, we're a long haul operator, yeah. so that's really appropriate to do that. Is that pay for all long haul carriers, that, that type of service? It's an investment that a lot of long haul carriers are, are definitely thinking about, if not already have done so. So it's one of the sort of evolving innovations mm. that has been really helpful. And it's it's technology that helps. One is, you know, predominantly it helps our, our um, customers feel comfortable that they are you know, they're not millions of miles away from ex expert medical help. It, it also gives our crew a lot of confidence in respect of they deal with such, you know, an incredible, you know, a wealth of, of situations because they're so brilliantly trained to do so. And, and crew training is standardised as well. So, you know, whether you're on a BA flight, EasyJet flight, Ryanair flight or Virgin flight, is you're going to be really well looked after because of that. But, you know, long haul is a particular concern to a lot of people. And there's... You know, we, we divert if we need to. There's we have safe procedures to enable us to, if somebody is in extreme need of, of emergency care, and that's we'll have a conference call with the medics on the ground. We get involved uh, by our ox centre if necessary, and if we need to safely land in a another airport and and allow that person to go to the hospital there we'll do that and then we'll just take off with the rest of our customers and, and carry on with our journey and that that is a normal standard thing to happen it's rare but we are you know our pilots are trained to do that and, and everybody within that within that care spectrum is trained to do that so so that can you know that can happen and that's important for us to have that within our procedures um certainly all of the the UK airline UK airlines have got you know great facilities to deal with that and I think you know you know you know TZ, you you've been there you know, and you've spoken to Sarah and you know and, and all of your all of your you know friends that you know within you know your business of know that you know the crew are, are a special breed of people you know they they care Crazy. and, and they they were crazy. Crazy. Yeah. The nicest, the nicest yeah. way. Yeah. Yes. A bit kooky, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, well, you can speak with, with, um, with knowledge of that, definitely. But they do, you know. So it, it's we have the pick of the bunch as well. And, and recruitment for our, our crews is really strict. And, you know, it's not just you know that. 
that age old adage it's not just serving tea and coffee it's actually looking after someone's the most important commodity and that's you know that's the health and well-being and well-being is important obviously it's critically important and that's something you know all of our people certainly at Virgin and, and other airlines are really now you know getting into thinking health isn't just medical it's it's actually the whole holistic part of feeling well throughout my dog is barking in the background <laughs> <laughs> Linda's talking to us from the lovely uh, part of the country called Cumbria so for those who know that area it's a fantastic part of the world and uh, yeah I love the fact that uh, you're still so passionate after so many years. I think that but it doesn't surprise me, to be honest, that you always were. So somebody, I think a, a specific thing then, because it sounds like there's a lot of stuff in place and a lot of airlines are getting with the programme. What about, I, what if I have a panic attack on board? What can be done? What would you say? One, one that is so, so common. And, and as I said, you know, we've just, we've just, we, we're coming out of a pandemic and I think, you know, we can just assume that I think I think most people have a degree of anxiety. It's, you know, we, we all have, you know, panic attacks are real. They, you, you, it can be really, really scary. And, and our crew, are, our crew are, are trained particularly for that event because it's not uncommon. You know, it's, it's, it's very common. So it's it's a normal part of, of flying and you know the crew are trained to 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 deal with that you know kindly to to empathize to sit down and talk to our customers um they know what to do practically in that event as well so they, they're trained and, and our crew are trained in a you know aircraft rig setting you know every year they come back and and that is on the curriculum because it has to be because it's common you know we're all we're all open to that happening ready to deal with our customers and care about them in those circumstances and that's you know for the whole of the passenger journey as well and and our our airport teams are also trained for that too so you know and again you know that can happen at any point from stepping you know pre-flight to stepping into the airport to stepping off that flight so it's just important that everybody is aware and trained and empathetic and, and capable of dealing with that situation. Yeah, I think that's a really Are you being burgled because your your little doggies <laughs> are mental? Absolutely. <laughs> Let me close the door. No, he's, he's, he's protecting the house, which is ridiculous. It's good. Good job. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what sort of advice would you say, you know, in your years and years of experience of working with, you know, nervous flyers, people with health challenges, etc. What sort of messages can you? I mean, there's some really good stuff already, but I'm just I'm trying to to squeeze the lemon and get a bit more out. You know, well, not that you're a lemon, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I've been called a lot of words. <laughs> um, I I'd say I think we go back to what we were mentioning before. It's it's um it's calling the it's calling us you know our team ahead of flying. You know, anticipating that um you know if if you you know if if you do need any extra assistance and as I said that's not just medical assistance that's just if you have got any anxiety about flying is you ring our special assistance team there you know that those details from the website and as I said is if you if you look up if you're flying on any airline if you look up special assistance um it'll take you it'll take you to the right the right number to call um and then you're in contact with a human being that can that can actually just walk you through what um 
what is available and also is is start just you know um helping you from that point and then and then you know the most important thing is is that we can with consent you know with your consent we can speak to the crew which we will do and and my team so what i didn't mention before is our special assistance team if there's if you've got particularly um challenging um conditions uh Med- medical conditions or psychological conditions is they can escalate to my medical team as well so and that's in-house so so we all you know my team have you know flown they, they know the environment um they are medically trained and, and not just medically trained in medicine in aviation medicine and airline medicine so they know all of the aspects of challenge for all of our customers and passenger health is a, a really big subject and it's a niche subject so so um so they you know they there's this escalation process to it where you know they, that can be um that can be escalated and, and and that's you know that's that's important provision to know about and if you don't need anything extra and you are just a little bit anxious about flying is speaking to our special assistance team i can tell you will be you know will be a really great step because they can you know they will literally put your mind at rest and 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 put everything else in place as necessary so to talk to us i think that's talk to the airline if you've got any anxiety at any time uh, prior to that flight um and um and then you know things like you know all of this tizzy and it, it's you know preparation um reaching out talking if you step on the aircraft and you haven't spoken to us before just reach out to any any of the crew and just you know openly say what you need and they will be there for you um so i mean i don't think i mean i know with crew that people who do it you know 99.9 percent of them do it because they like people and they want to help people and so one of the things i know when, when i used to have cabin crew help on the courses i ran before is that they used to find that some of the most rewarding things that they did because it, it meant that they could spend yeah. proper time with people and just you know help to reassure them I, th- I just don't think people realize how well trained the crew are I mean, certainly the people listeners to the podcast will will know but a lot of people just don't know do they it's just they're just a phenomenal bunch of humans absolutely and, and humbling every single day and inspiring mm. and you know what we expect of our crew is immense but every single time they you know they they you know pull it out of the bag I mean as I said it's just it's incredible and, and I teach in hospitals um and uh, you know that's an, an amazing thing to do as well but um you know I see I see the capability of our cabin crew and you know that haven't gone through years and years of medical training they've gone through intense training and, and I you know I'm I'm in awe I mean, all of them. And it, it's because, as I said, we, we we take on the right people. And as you said, 99.9% of the time, that motivation's totally right. And, uh, you know, they are, yeah, phenomenal. So so it's, you know, and that's, as I said, this is why I've been here for years, because I'm, I'm, I'm just so proud of what, you know, of, of what we can do in such an important environment. And as you said, is that it's totally underestimated our our, our yeah, I've trained our, our crew are. and our pilots. You know, it, it's you know, with the courses you used to have, you know, our, our pilots they care too, and you know, we have events where, you know, our, our pilots will be really, you know, will are, are trained to deal with the medical um, assistance on the ground. Um, they're also trained in in how to assist 
appropriately and when when someone is you know traveling with us that needs extra help you know as well as flying the plane so amazingly well but they you know they're aware so it, it's a real team you know a team team effort and um and everyone's invested everyone is invested in looking after our customers because you know, that is that is the number one priority right that's i mean if that was like a, a point to end a podcast it would be on that but i'm I'm, I, I've got to ask you something about the future, basically, because you've done so much in terms of moving things on that even the name, uh, when I first started, it was called like, First Aid or something, and it moved to Aviation Medicine, and now it's Health. What what next? Where, what's the sort of the future looking like? <laughs> really good question. Really good question. I think it's it's maintaining the level the standard that we have at the moment is is important and you know obviously um certainly post pandemic it's we've learned a lot from from that as well by the way which is which is amazing you know it, as much as that's been such a difficult couple of years is um we always learn by you know such incredibly complex and serious events and and we have so so that's 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 important we've got you know, now we've got really amazing relationships with all of the public health authorities around the world. So, you know, it's, it's again, it's, that's another... It's a small, that's sort of come as a result of the pandemic, you said, it's yeah. increased those relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And it's mm. just so, so, um, so I think it, I, I think there's, the, certainly telemedicine is, is definitely evolving. So it's sort of bringing, sort of bringing assistance to you know, remote remote assistance into where you are no matter where you are so there's always expert help available is is definitely something that's that's growing um and the world is so better connected now so there's a this huge you know a brilliant platform to to be able to 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 maximize on that kind of technology um we'll always continue to evolve training crew to you know to higher levels i mean i our crew are, um, you know, if you've got a, if you have a severe allergic reaction in our crew and, and many other airlines crew are able to deal with that immediately and, you know, and, and, and do everything that's required for that, including sort of injections, etc. So I think it's, it is, it is just that, but as, as you mentioned about health is one of the big, big, big things is the non-medical aspects of, of health and, and looking after the, you know, the well-being of, of, of all of our customers um, holistically so not just those with the fear of flying a hidden disability is is a huge area that we um yeah. i've just been working on that for the last couple of couple of weeks with our head of uh, customer care we partner with with in the the uk and us sunflower uh, initiative we um recognize the sunflower lanyard initiatives we've also got our own hidden disability symbol and and we we really appreciate that hidden disability is a, a huge area of, of of focus so so we're just looking at setting up a you know a, a new a, an evolving training program for our crews and our, our ground teams on that particular area um, of care and you know and the, the sky opening the skies to to everyone is I mean, you, you've known Jordan Lundy for years. And yeah, yeah. she's been on the podcast. Years. Yeah. She's, oh, yeah, yeah, well, I can't, I can't have Jordan. We've had Jordan for years. 
looking after all of our customers with with hidden and non-hidden disability and you know we've we've carried on certainly with all of the amazing work that she's she done and, and obviously she got she got honored for the, her work that she did with particularly customers passengers so so that's an area of, of focus that we we um we've just revisited because of course for two years we hardly flew customers and that's you know that's you know that was one thing where we absolutely didn't want to be complacent in respect of when we started flying again that any of us all of our standards needed to be as high as they were pre-pandemic and we yeah. certainly never want to leave any store unturned so the other amazing thing is that our customers write in you know our passengers write in yeah. and they write into shy uh they write into cornell they write into me directly um they write into our customer care company and we we're a relatively small airline and so we can you know we we will always pick up on all feedback and and again is that there's never a time there's never a week where we don't learn and I'm dealing with a couple of you know really useful pieces of feedback that we we've had from a couple of our customers with disability that have brought in saying oh you 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 might want to think about doing things a little bit differently and you know we've we've jumped on that and so it's an evolving always evolving area and we'll learn from our customers we'll learn from the experts we'll learn we'll learn from guidance and you know we'll never stop trying to enhance that passenger journey because we're there to do that and as I said it's there's not one there's not another thing and I, you know we I every meeting I go to uh, you know it's health is the number one priority up there with safety and security and it's it is you know, health safety and security are, are all equally as important and that comes from you know the top and and that's hugely important those are some great messages and uh, I can't thank you enough for you because I've been I've been harassing you I'll be honest I've been I feel like I've been stalking you because I wanted you on because I knew that <laughs> you would uh, and so I'm really I've been grateful thank you setting up our aircraft to take all of our wonderful customers yeah. so oh, I, oh, I appreciate it and I just I'm just really grateful for you to, giving your time and uh, talking to all the nervous passengers that listen into this podcast and I think I'll be really 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 reassuring so I can't thank you enough thank you uh, it's been wonderful and and keep in touch and I promise not to be so long next time if you indeed <laughs> invite me back I'll let you know of course I would, yeah on. definitely yeah definitely um,